Parshat Matot presents the laws of Nidorim, of vows. We find a number of places in Chazal and in Tanakh where Nidorim are looked at negatively. This negativity relates to both the content of the vows and the process of making a vow. As far as the content, the Gemara in Tanit, Afyur Aleph, Hamid Aleph, tells us that a person should not limit himself from things that are mutter. It speaks there about Nizirut and about people who accept upon themselves Taniot. And the Rambam in Hilchot Deot, Perikimel, tells us that people are meant to live in this world, live with what's mutter, and not limit themselves. The second critique of this is the Gemara in Yevamot of Kuftet Bet, where Rabbi Natan says that a person who makes a vow is as, it is as if he built a bama, a private mizbeach beyond the one in the Beit Mikdash. The Rambam explains in Hilchat Nadar and Perikud Gimel that even if limiting oneself is necessary, a person should do it without making a vow. By making a vow, a person is making up their own set of halachot beyond the set that the Torah teaches us. The third hesitation regarding vows appears in Kohelet Perikhei where the Navi Shlomo HaMelech warns us not to make vows because making a vow assumes that we have enough control to fulfill it. We should realize that we're not in control of the future, and therefore we should not make commitments and promises about it. We can say we hope to, we could say we'd like to, we can say Emir Hashem, but we should not make commitments that imply that we're in control. Very powerful Pasuk Pasuk hey, writes, don't let your mouth cause you to sin. And don't claim in front of the Malach that your lack of fulfillment of your vow was by mistake. Why should you anger God through your commitment that implies control and cause Him to sabotage your efforts? These are thoughts on vows that even if our intention is noble and positive, we should be careful about not setting up our own lines of halacha, and not implying our control over our future.